Hello, and welcome to another edition of Empowering People with Energy, where we discuss with you important energy topics. Today is a special day because we are literally taking our show on the road in my very own Tesla Model Y. I'm sitting right now in beautiful downtown El Paso in front of our EPE building, celebrating our electric vehicles. Uh, I got an electric vehicle in 2017, a Tesla Model 3, which I still have. This is my Tesla Model Y. I call them big brother, little sister. And I love it for so many reasons. Well, I love the way it looks like a little spaceship. I love the fact I don't buy gas. I love the fact that there is no maintenance and there's a, just a few parts. But the thing I love the most is when I push the pedal down, it responds immediately and I can get in and out of traffic safely but in a way that's very responsive. I also love all the little gadgets. And we're also celebrating this week, Electric or Engineering Week. Uh, we employ hundreds of engineers, but today we get to hear from two of them. James Pleasant II, who is an electrical engineer, and Raquel Ansures, who is a chemical engineer. Two very different engineers, but I know you're going to enjoy them both. So let's get started. Let's take this show on the road. Hello, hello. Hi, James. I was just telling the audience about you, James Pleasant II. Yes, ma'am. Glad to have you with me. Yes, glad to be here and thank you. I'm what, so excited. What do you think about my Tesla Model Y? It's very spacious. I'm not hitting my head on yes. the roof. And I have three seats, actually. We took one out, but, so we'd have some space for my luggage because I just got back from a flight. But, oh, nice. Uh, I love this car. You want to go for a ride? Yes, let's please do. All right. So, James, we're talking about two things today. It's so quiet. You couldn't even tell the car was on. No, see that? You don't know, and it makes people very nervous sometimes. I but, know, right? I was like, put it in drive. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I've been driving an electric car for so long, since 2017, and I actually got a hybrid in 2004, and they do the same thing. They're very quiet as well, so I'm right. so used to it. When I'm in a car, if I rent a car and I don't rent a convertible, I mean a convertible and electric car, um, it, it is funny to me to hear that noise coming out. Right there. So I know you're passionate about electric cars and we'll get to that, but let's talk about you because we're celebrating Engineering Week. Yes. Yay. To all the engineers, congratulations. Oh, oh, hands on the wheels, Kelly. <laughs> Safety first. I, 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 I was telling our audience that we have many different kinds of engineers. Usually when you think of engineer, you think of one kind of engineer. And a lot of people think we only employ electrical engineers, which isn't true. We have mechanical, chemical, but you are an electrical engineer. I'm yes, married to an electrical engineer. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I started in electrical engineering and then became a journalist major. Go, go figure. But <laughs> tell me, like, what drew you to that 
very important field, especially for us. Right, so uh, I was actually just telling someone the other day that, so I picked in electrical engineering. I was always a math-driven person. So in high school, I actually tested out a Cal 1 and Cal 2. And so when I started college, uh, I already immediately went into Cal 3. Wow. And then I wanted to stay in the area, but I didn't I didn't really want to go to UTEP, and I kind of didn't know my major at the time. So I ended up going to EPCC for a little bit. Oh, um, that's a good school. Yeah, it's a great place to start, you know? Yes. And for anyone who says otherwise, it's like, you know, I would rather go to a community college, save some money, uh, focus on my major instead of go to, you know, right. a different university out of state and then come back a few years later saying it didn't work out. A lot you know? of people are doing that. I think mm -hmm. it's, it makes a lot of sense. Right. And then it was funny, though, because right when I got my associates, the, the counselor at the time said, okay, you got to go to a real college now. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't say real college. <laughs> They're all real. They're all real colleges. And so um, I chose I chose NMSU and I chose electrical engineering and static shock is my favorite superhero. And uh, so, is that right? yes, he's my favorite. And, and for those who don't know, he's a DC superhero and he's all about electricity and yeah. he's all about technology and gadgets. And, and he's just one of my favorites and he's one of my idols growing up. So oh, not like Spider-Man or not? Th those guys are cool too. But, you know, <laughs> static shock is just more personal to me. He'd come on Kids WV every yeah. Saturday morning, something I'd watch. And I went to NMSU, uh, got my bachelor's in 2018. And it, then I did the electric utility management program. So it's a management school. Uh, with uh, Yeah, that's different. I, and I actually didn't know that until I was meeting with some folks from there. They were telling me about the engineering management school, yes. which is, you know, really good because a lot of engineers, especially in our company, end up managing a lot of things and people. Uh, absolutely. It is, it is funny to see like some of the VPs and executives and they're all engineers. And yes. Well, my executive team, there's eight of us five engineers, me, a lawyer, and the finance guy. Well, why don't we talk about what you're doing now? So that's how you got inspired to be in engineering and now you're here doing it and you're doing emerging technologies. Tell our listeners, what is that? What, are, what does that even mean? What do you do every day? So how I like to explain emerging technologies is it's basically all the, the devices and softwares and the hardware that the utility company is not normally used to. It's the, mm -hmm. it's not the traditional model because the traditional model is the utility produces the energy, we we transmit and distribute it to the home, and then the home right. absorbs it, right? But now with these newer technologies, we have things like distributed generation. So that, that means anything like solar, wind, any sort of generation unit that you have at your home, now it's becoming a two-way system. Right. So instead of it just being a one-way where, you know, the electric company gives you the power and you consume it, some people are creating their own power and to be honest, a lot of our infrastructure, uh, standardly and, you, and historically speaking, is just not ready for that bi-directional communication no. and exchange of power. Yeah. So we have a lot of work to do. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And it's a lot of research and development because uh, you, I like to always compare it to like the cell phones when they first came out, right? Because, you know, we would have all these different providers, all these different technologies. And then now it kind of consolidated into, you know, Apple or iPhone. I mean, Apple, iPhone versus, you know, Android, Google. And so right now we're in that stage of like trying to standardize everything thing trying to see what works best for our region because you know right. El Paso is very unique we're very. not like you know anyone who's left El Paso can attest to that that we're one of a kind you know <laughs> you sound very inspired how do you how do you keep in, all that inspiration all going? That inspiration? well I, I, I want to thank all my team members because it's a really good team uh, right now uh, it's Angie Rodriguez you met her earlier she was actually a part of the podcast so you guys are also familiar with oh, her. oh no she's my electric car guru yes <laughs> her and her Tesla Model 3 I know Tesla <laughs> we love all electric cars right but uh, I, I do want to give a shout out to all the team members and the different departments internally who you we just bring it all together and I like the way that we all work well so I appreciate that and I appreciate you guys 
what's your vision of the future? Like, what do you see us being able to do together for the benefit of our community? Well, I would love to see some more, I guess, I think we had talked about this more transparency on the electric bill because it's one of the few bills that at the end of the month you really don't right. know what it's going to be. So right. I would love for a lot of customer engagement with the utility so that way the customer can be involved right. and they can understand their bill because many times my friends will say, oh I don't understand why this happened and I have to break the line item to them and say this means this, this is for that, you know, and if we had, uh, you know, high visibility on the customer usage we could better explain. And, you know, when a customer understands that, hey, it's going to cost me X amount of money to right. leave my lights on or my TV on, right. maybe they'd be more likely to turn them well, off. Well, with smart meters, we'll be able to do that. Yes. Now, back to you, because you have an interesting family story with EPE. Oh, uh, yes, yes, Why don't yes, you yes. tell our listeners about your journey to EPE and your family connections? I'm at a stoplight. I, I'm a stop <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yes, so my mom actually works at El Paso Electric and she's been working there for about 34 years now. And so growing up, I would go to all the Christmas parties, the runathons, all the little community events and kind of uh, uh, community, uh, what do you call them? The charity outreach yeah, programs yes, that yes, they would yes. have. So many of those. And they were so much fun, even as a little kid. So um, it, it's nice to see uh, my mom's coworkers, even as a little kid, and then growing up to actually be working with them. And so they see me develop as a child. I know. Too, they you say know. you got real tall. Yeah. Right. You know, it is, we try to be a family throughout EPE, but we have a lot of people who are family, biological family that come and that's yes. makes us, you know, just a little bit more special. So what's, when you think about these words, you know, transforming the energy landscape, you said a little bit, but we, we have been talking about that because we want to help this community in our region grow and grow effectively and help the economy and prosperity. When you think of that, and we've, we've been talking about it now for a year, what comes to your mind? What is it that you think of when you hear that? When I think transform the energy landscape, I think that we can't do it alone. I think the utility mm -hmm. needs all its stakeholders. It needs all its ratepayers. I think this is a group effort. I think a lot of the times they say the utility fix all these problems, which you know we're working towards obviously, but you know we need help. There's something that's out of our control, and I think I there's some things that. that the customers really need to understand that oh, you know, I do have a say. I do have an input, and, and I think when you you know, when you're involved, you not only learn more, but you actually feel, okay, you're actually making a difference. It's more important. And you know, everybody can make a difference, even if you're not actually working with the electric no, company. No, you know, you know, we've been really talking with our customers about our customer partnership. There, we do supply the power, but they demand the power with supply and demand. So exactly. we historically just have been giving them power whenever they want it. And I think our customers, if we educate and inform and give them data, they will want to use power when it's more effective for the economy and that yes. we're, we're not wasting and we're, we're using our cleanest, most efficient power plant. So I think you're right. It takes all of us and I think we're really starting the year off with I think on a strong note with our community. Exactly, and and we and we do have some some tools and stuff for the people to go online. Like we have our EV electric vehicle webpage that they could always go to. We have an EV calculator on there. We yeah, have stop right there. EV calculator online. <laughs> EV website. Buy an electric car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you want more information about that, go to our electric vehicle webpage. Whether you live in Texas or New Mexico, we'll have different programs or incentives for you. And it's just. Uh, education, right? That's the first thing. And then once you get informed, we can make uh, long-term decisions that affect everybody. Okay. Now we're coming to the end of your ride almost. James, I'm going to drop you off at work because that's what I do. Um, what is the last thing you want our listeners to remember? 
Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much. Uh, El Paso Electric, if you're an engineer, uh, it doesn't matter what kind of engineer, we got electrical, mechanical, we even have some chemical engineers uh, like Raquel who'll be coming here shortly. So, you know, there are opportunities here in El Paso and we want to just keep those opportunities here. Keep them local if possible, right? Yes, and uh, we have so benefited from our educational institutions here around our region and the caliber of engineers that uh, that we have been benefited from we have benefited from and I have done this for 30 years so I have a lot to compare it to and we have unbelievable talent here and we are blessed to have them so James Pleasant the second yes ma'am thank, thank you, you for thank you for joining me and happy engineering week we're glad to have you and you've made me feel a little I don't know uh, like an underachiever I didn't test out I didn't test out of Calc 1 and 2 <laughs> <laughs> no seriously thank you again for joining us I've enjoyed having you go in there and say to everyone happy engineering week happy engineering week <laughs> see you soon <laughs>、well, welcome to the podcast. Thank、Rick、you.、Kel. We are so excited to have you for Engineering Week. Yes, thank you for having me. It's actually really exciting. So, yeah, I wore the power plant, the power plant、uh, jacket just for you. See, because I know you do some more work in the power plant. Oh, that、seat. is a nice one. It says Montana, Rio Grande, and Newman.、Mm. It's gorgeous. It、I'm、is get, nice. If you're really nice, I'll get you one. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to go for a ride? Yes. Y'all buckled in? I am, thank you. Okay. Raquel Ansures is a chemical engineer. That's different than an electrical engineer. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know, we're celebrating Engineering Week, and I have been talking about how blessed we are to have such great talent. And you're a part of that talent. And, you know,、uh, a lot of people have asked me, you know, what makes someone want to be a chemical engineer? So, what made you want to be a chemical engineer? I mean, to be honest, I really had no idea what chemical engineering was when I went into college.、Um, I always thought maybe mechanical, civil, which was pretty common in, amongst、Sir. my friends.、Uh -huh. um, and once I was there, I, you know, I was always、um, attracted to the classes or more、um, leaning towards the science and technology,、uh, medical field.、Mm -hmm. um, when I learned about chemical engineering, was actually, I think that we had a, some kind of career fair. Um, and one of the department heads, department heads at,、um, for chemical engineering mentioned it and what it took to be a chemical engineer, the type of classes that you do,、oh. the type of jobs that you could get.、Um, so it was very intriguing.、Um, my brother graduated with a mechanical engineering degree, and that was more of an inspiration.、Right. So he's like, maybe you should try it. You've always liked chemistry and sciences, and you've already taken tons of the classes, right? So I tried it and I fell in love with even the intro class. Wow. And, yeah, and it was、That's、a lot of fun. That's great. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Mountain View High School in Forest El Paso. Well, it's really good that you had that kind of attention where someone was telling you, think about this, think about that. Yes, it was. You know, was I'm a lot older than you, and back in the day,、uh, <clears throat> when they told me to go to engineering school, it was just because, you know, I know you can get a job if you go to engineering school. Right, right. And, it, and, it, and that's the idea, right? That's what they, what, they, what they make you feel. Now there are more areas or other areas where you can. Major in and not necessarily engineering, but、um, where you can be successful. Right. But engineering has always been something that I was interested in.、Um, so, why don't you talk about what you do at, at work here? A lot of people don't think of water and chemistry or anything to do with chemistry in El Paso Electric. They just think poles on the ground, wires on the poles. 
Talk right. about your work here. Right, and I thought that too. I mean, I had, to be honest, I had no idea um, that there was a chemical engineer working for El Paso Electric at any point in time. And so I never saw it as an opportunity for me as far as me being a chemical engineer. So I did leave for a little bit and I left town and um, I was- But you're back! Right, but you're I'm back. Happy. I am happy to be back. Um, this is where I was born and raised and my family is here. And so when I saw, I was, you know casually looking around to see I, I was happy at my other job but I was looking to see what other challenges I could you know right. be involved in um, and I wanted to come back home so I looked it up and it just happened to be at the perfect time and I applied and I got the opportunity to interview and it, it, it went very well. You've only been here how long? Uh, it's been about a little over eight months now. You came to my executive meeting and presented some ideas about what can happen with water. Why don't you just give our listeners a little a little bit of more insight about why water is so important to El Paso Electric. Well, um, you know, in the eight months that I've been here, I was able, I want to say I'm very lucky because I've been able to see what happens at the power plants mm -hmm. and what water and um, water can do, how, how important it is within our system. Um, we have different types of metals. Um, we have different types of water sources that have contaminants that will affect our turbines in the long run, dealing with the temperatures and pressures that they run at. Um, so just understanding the compatibility of not only our metals with our water, but our chemicals that we're using in our water. And so in the last eight months, I've seen a turbine open and being open. That's um, interesting. Yes, I, love, I love that. It's probably been the funnest experience for me. It's so important. And water's the new energy. Water's key. We're building a new power plant that will save 600 million gallons of water. And we just recognize not just the water quality, but really minimizing how we use it and when we use it. So right. it's really good to make sure that our listeners know that there's work going on behind the scenes to make sure that our, our water quality is appropriate so our power plants run and they're reliable. What inspires you to come to work every day and say, yes, I'm gonna do this work? What inspires you? What inspires me is seeing, now seeing the teamwork and um, I guess every person contributes what they know and that's what a successful team is. Everywhere, right? my team too. Exactly. You know, it's contributing what you know. I'm driving you to Newman, where you do a lot of work. Yes. What's it been like going to and actually working in a power plant? I mean, like I mentioned, it's been amazing. Um, I've learned so much, um, even just following the, the the people that work the plant. And so the lab techs, I work directly with the lab techs, and they're the water team, and they make sure that the units are running. Um, we also, I've been working with some mechanics, and also they guided me and showed me around the plant, plant managers, and could, their knowledge, and sharing their knowledge right. with me. So when you applied to El Paso Electric, and now you're here, is it what you expected? Is it? I think it's way better. They're, way better than yeah, what you expected. Way better. Way better. Yeah, so I and I tell this to people that don't know, you know, that barely meet me and, and I talk about my job and I'm excited every day to come to work and it's a different type of fast paced environment. Right. Um, but I feel like I'm making a difference, um, not only for myself but also for my colleagues and, and we're learning how to work together and seeing their ideas come out, them being comfortable enough to share their ideas and us implementing them as a right. team has been awesome. So what do you do for fun? What do you do when you're not working? Well, I like to, I love to dance. I don't like to dance. I, I do too. To so any chance that I have, um, I've been trying to get back into salsa dancing. Oh yeah. Um, it's something that I've done for a few years, of maybe about 10 years now. Um, and being out in the oil field, you don't have that around. There no. isn't really anything to do but being back home. That yes. is, you know, you can find a place if you really look for it. Do they so, have classes? My husband and I took 
uh, dance classes and part of it was a salsa class. Yeah, so I used to attend El Paso Dance Academy. Oh, well. Yes. And that was a passion of mine um, when I was in college. And um, like I said, I've, I've tried to keep up with it, uh, but that's probably what I love to do on my spare time. time. Yes, any kind of dancing I am, I am down for. Now you can see Newman out to our right here. Yes. And I passed it, right? I, I passed it as I was growing up and I was I was going to college and I never knew that that's what, that's what it was. And now every time I pass it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is our plan. All right, here we are, Raquel. Happy Engineering Week. Thank you. And thank you for coming along for the ride as we took empowering people with energy on the road. All right, listeners, you. there you have it. We are empowering you with our energy during Engineers Week. I uh, hope you've enjoyed meeting two of our many engineers. And if you know an engineer, thank them this week. They're doing a lot for our company and our community. I hope you can join us again in our next session. If you've liked it, give us a thumbs up, give us a comment, uh, follow us, uh, post this on your favorite social media channel. But make sure that you join us the next time where we empower you with our energy. So stay tuned. Might as well. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Raquel, so nice seeing you. I can't wait to hear about all the things you're doing. So keep in touch with me. Thank you so much, Kelly. Have Bye -bye. a good time. Thank you for the ride. Thank you.